Worship in the World is a screen-free worship experience brought to you by Downtown Church. Downtown Church is a community of unfinished people based in Columbia, South Carolina. We believe in asking honest questions while we strive to follow Christ within our own communities, loving people wherever they find themselves on their faith journey. Thank you for being with us today.
Good morning. Welcome to worship this morning with Downtown Church. It is good to see your faces. Um, I apologize for the delay. Turns out uh, it's not a good idea to start a software update on the iPad that you preach from at 10 a.m. So thank you for your patience this morning. Let us pray. God who dreamt this world into being. God who nurtures each one of us. We meet you in this day to say thank you. Thank you for the breath that moves through our lungs. Thank you for the dear people you surround us with who love us. Thank you for the hope that you give us each day through Jesus, proclaiming that a new kingdom is working its way in. Your kingdom comes into this day, into this city, into this world. Your kingdom where all shall be well. Thanks be to God. Amen. Let us stand and sing. I heard my mother say, I heard my mother say, I heard my mother say, give me Jesus, give me Jesus. Friends, as the church, we are called to follow Jesus. And following Jesus means walking the vulnerable path of honesty. And honesty is difficult. It requires us to strip ourselves of our egos and our cheap platitudes that guard us from who we really are. But honesty is required for community. So let's now be honest with God and with one another reciting the prayer of admission as found in your program. Let us pray together. God, our shepherd, we stray from your flock. We get jealous when others get your attention. 
We turn against each other in the darkest valleys. We keep strangers away from our tables. We lose faith in ourselves. Forgive us, God. Glory be to the Father, glory be to the Son, glory be to the Spirit, three in one, as it was in the just saying was called the Gloria Patri, meaning glory to the Father. And it's been sung for nearly 2,000 years in different languages, in different places, in different churches, near in this community and far across the world. And it's sung by people who are equally broken, who are equally in need of God's grace and forgiveness. Thanks be to God that we are forgiven, called to forgive, called to love one another especially when it is hardest to do. Friends, go in peace as forgiven people. Alleluia. Amen. Our scripture reading today is Psalm 23. Listen now for God's word. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. Ah, He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Does anybody else hear outcast in their head when they here forever, forever, ever, forever, ever, forever, ever. I'm glad I'm not alone. Like all week kept coming to me. I like to think of this Psalm, Psalm 24, 23, as like an overview of the psalmist life. And it starts out great. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Wouldn't that be so nice? to not want. 
He makes me lie down in green pastures. That sounds lovely. He leads me beside still waters. Yes, wait for it. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Lead me, Lord. And then there's a turn. A pretty big one. Even though. I don't really like what's coming next. Even though, it's like the the shot is about to go into my arm. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. That doesn't sound so good anymore. It's a storm if I've ever seen a storm coming. A storm I don't really want to walk through or maybe I'm not sure I will live through. A storm. And you and I know that storms take various forms, right? A diagnosis, an illness, a sudden loss, an accident. Walking into the valley of the shadow of death is a storm if I've ever seen one. It's, it's the thing that turns our entire life on edge, the valley of the shadow of death. And that phrase, even though it doesn't just shift us from the good parts of the psalmist's life to the hard parts of the psalmist's life. Those two words, even though, also cue our ears to to hear something unexpected. You see that phrase, even though, it's like the phrase once upon a time. When a storyteller says, once upon a time, we all agree that we are entering into an imaginary world where things defy logic, right? It cues us that we are all going there. Even though, should cue us to receive something unexpected, something that may seem contradictory. Here's some examples. Even though the sun is shining, it will rain. Even though that squirrel fell from a tree 20 feet up in the sky and you heard the crack, it got back up. It scurried away. Even though you are making a frown on your face right now, some of you, I know you like the words that are coming out of my mouth. (laughs) At least as a preacher, that's what we all tell ourselves. It just means you're concentrating. even though cues us to receive something that we do not expect. And it's exactly what happens here in Psalm 23. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. Say what? How in the world can I, singular pronoun, be walking into the valley of the shadow of death and not be afraid? When have we ever knowingly walked into a storm, whatever that might be for you, the valley of the shadow of death and not been terrified? Ah, because you are with me. I may be walking solo through this valley of the shadow of death. I may be the only one putting these footprints in the stand, and yet I am not alone. You, O Lord, my shepherd, are with me. You are with me. 
We're in a sermon series right now during the season of Easter. Remind y'all, every year Easter is more than a day, it is a season. And our theme for this sermon series of Easter is to look for the unexpected. Especially in those places in our lives that feel jaded, feels like nothing good could emerge, nothing good ever has, especially there. Look as Easter people with Easter eyes for the unexpected, for God's promise that will come. And we find our Easter hope here, even after the words, even though, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil for you are with me. You are with me. I'm going to tell you a story about this guy named Parker Palmer. Parker Palmer is what some would call a famous Christian. He's a hero in the faith. He's one of my heroes in the faith. And he has written lots of books about aligning your spiritual values with your everyday life. He's spoken at lots of retreats and keynotes. He also happens to have lived through two episodes of depression in his 40s. Like deep clinical depression. He talks about his friends that would come visit him. And he said there were some who came and just like pushed the curtains aside and lifted up the window and said, Parker, look outside. The sun is shining. The flowers are in bloom. Come on, let's go outside. Let's go for a walk. You'll feel better. He said, even though they were right, The sun is shining, the flowers are in full bloom, even though I can look outside and see that it's true with my own eyes, Parker said, I also know that when I go outside, I don't feel the sensation of warmth that the sun provides on my skin. It doesn't sink through the barrier inside. And even though I can see the flowers and I can can smell them with my nose, I don't experience the same joy that it brings them and it brought me before I was depressed. Even though they had the best of intentions, it actually made Parker feel more depressed. He talks about some other friends who who came to visit and they sat down with him, like kitchen table, you know, and they were like, Parker, I just don't get it, buddy. You're so successful. You've, you've written all these books. You've helped all these people. How? How in the world could you be sad? What is there to be so sad about? And even though Parker knew they were right, it actually made him feel more depressed because he couldn't will himself out of depression He couldn't think his way out. He couldn't write his way out. He couldn't speak his way out. And and so knowing that he was letting his friends down, that he couldn't live up to who they needed him to be, y'all, that made him feel all the worse. There's this one friend, though, who came. And after asking for Parker's permission, they, they sat down in the living room And his friend took off his boots and and Palmer's boots and his socks and he just started massaging Parker's feet. 
And every day he would do that. Every afternoon around 4 p.m. he would come. They wouldn't really say anything. They would just sit down and his friend would remove each boot and each sock and just start to massage his feet. And if he did say anything, it would be something like, I feel, I feel the struggle. Or after some weeks and months, he might say, Parker, I feel that you're getting stronger. Looking back on those extreme episodes with depression, Palmer says that friend found the only way he could sense the world again, the only connection he could feel to the world again, the only time his body that felt full of death experienced life. Even though his friend didn't say much, he was with him. Even though this friend didn't do much, he's with him. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you are with me. You're with me. Who knew? that those two words, even though, could carry the gospel within them. Hear this, even though Jesus died, he rose from the grave. Even though you and I sin all the time, Jesus forgives. Even though the kingdom has come and does not look like we think it should look, it is still coming. Here's one. Even though some of us showed up at church this morning for our mamas, God is speaking to you. You see, those words, even though they point us to look for hope when it is the last thing we feel, those two words, even though they can carry the gospel, if we just wait long enough to hear what comes next, those two words, even though, tell us that we are never, not once, alone. I started wondering this week, what if we brought these words to our everyday lives, like to how we read the news. Even though Russia invades Ukraine, you are with me. Even though 19 million children are starving this day, even though we have enough food to feed them, you are with me. Even though I am on the fetal position in my bathroom and I don't feel you here, God, you are with me. You are with me. I'm going to read Psalm 23 again, and this time I want you to read it with me. And the reason why is because I've said this psalm, and I know that Pastor Charles and Pastor Lucas have as well. We've said this psalm at bedsides and at gravesides and, and with children who have a hard time falling asleep. But we don't always say it for ourselves. You and I, you know, we don't always say these words when we find ourselves walking through that shadow of death. And so I want us to practice for yourself, for the person sitting beside you, for the person you have yet to meet. We're gonna, we're gonna practice. So follow along in your program or your Bible if you're listening at home. And we're gonna stop after the words you are with me. You ready? 
The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. You are with me. You are with me. You are with me. Thanks be to God. When the storm comes, don't run for cover. When the storm comes, don't run for cover. When the storm comes, Let love through your door. 
can't keep storms from coming, but we can go to God in prayer in the midst of them. We can rely on community in the midst of them. So let us now go to God in prayer, thanking God for all that has been done in our lives. Let us pray. God, we give you thanks for the ways that you show up in this world, for the ways that you do not make us weather the storms of life alone. God, to follow you does not mean we avoid difficulties, but rather, God, it means we do not have to face them without community. Help us, God, to show up in the world. Help us to be living embodiments of the gospel. God, we pray for all those who are depressed, for all those who are lonely, for those who are sick, for those who are confused, for those who feel like their homes are falling apart, for those who have no home at all. God, for those who struggle with the difficult task of being a mother, for those who struggle with their mothers, for those who long to be a mother. And God, for those who are not mothers, but who are equally loved and valued for just who they are, God, we pray for this world. We pray for peace. We pray that we might each day be transformed to be more like your son, Jesus the Christ, who taught us to pray, saying together, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Beloved community, now is the time we rise and say together what we believe using the words of the Apostles' Creed. So church, what is it that you believe? I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, the life everlasting. Amen. 
invite you to remain standing as we sing our final song, We Are One in the Spirit. nice to hear y'all singing, you know? Even though, even though we may walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we will not fear because we are not alone. As you go from this place, may the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the interruption of the Holy Spirit, may it be with you and with all those you love and with all those nobody loves. Go in God's peace. Amen. If you feel compelled to support the church financially, you can give a secure gift online at downtownchurch.me forward slash give.